right-wing anti-government groups that falsely call themselves militias. Surveys have also shown Americans are more willing these days to view violence as an acceptable tool against political opponents. Not a big uptick, and hopefully only temporary, but an uptick nonetheless in the Trump era. Experts say this acceptance of violence usually subsides when leaders step up to condemn it. The vast majority of Americans reject such violence anyway, and those experts are predicting only sporadic, not widespread violence. Much earlier this year, when Joe Biden won the Democratic nomination over Bernie Sanders, a 19-year-old began to plot Biden's assassination. He'd already been indicted on child pornography charges. So say the authorities who arrested him in North Carolina. He'd been arrested before also for gun violations. In his van, they found four rifles, a 9mm handgun, some explosives, bomb-making instructions, and his half-million-dollar inheritance. Officials say it was not an idle threat and that in early summer, Alexander Treisman was within four miles of Biden's home in Delaware after having collected some night vision goggles and an AR-15 from a New Hampshire gun store. Last Wednesday, a 42-year-old Maryland man was charged with making a written threat to kill both Biden and his running mate, Kamala Harris. Pro-Biden protect the vote protests also popped up in cities across the country yesterday in Minneapolis, Seattle, Phoenix, Philadelphia, New York, and Portland with trouble breaking out in New York and Portland. Scores of people were arrested in New York. In the final days of the campaign, Trump used every government tool at his disposal to try to boost his chances for re-election. As the Washington Post reports, he's made his press secretary a star at campaign rallies, and on her government salary, she's been retweeting his campaign posts. Trump's daughter posed with Wisconsin law enforcement officers. His Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien, EPA Chief Andrew Wheeler, and Homeland Security Leaders Chad Wolf and Ken Cuccinelli have made sudden government business trips to swing states on the taxpayer's dime. Trump's urged Pompeo and Attorney General Bill Barr to expose and prosecute Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Joe Biden. He used the White House for an election night watch party fundraiser that violated both pandemic directives and the Hatch Act. Trump had earlier used the Treasury Department to include his signature on many of the stimulus checks and food aid boxes. Trump sent taxpayer money to farmers in this election year and to Puerto Rico, finally, to shore up his Hispanic support in a close race in Florida. Trump used every tool at a president's disposal to try to hang on. On the morning of the election, a tired-sounding Trump was on the phone again with Fox and Friends. Make of it what you will, but the quote that stood out was, it's been a good run. Losing is never easy, he told The Recount later